something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fun to come on. We'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. Hey, you got Packers? No. Uh, you got space bears? Nope. You got asteroids? Nah, but my dad does. Can't even sit on the toilet some days. So, so what do you do here, Dale? Well, I got a stack of nudie books this high. Well, how old are you, little one? Uh, she's born without a tongue, Clark. But, uh, don't you worry about her. She whistles like a bird and eats like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, kids, you remember when I said, where would you like to go this summer more than any place in the world, huh? What'd you say? Why? Russ Audrey, remember? Uh, Wally World Dad? Wally World Dad. Uh, I wonder if you could tell me how to get back on the expressway. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going steady. That French kiss. So everybody does that. Yeah, but Daddy says I'm the best dad. Dad, you're married. I'm in the mood for some fun. Mary? Oh, you mean those people I'm with? <laughs> Brother's family. Brother's ring. Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. For some reason, I feel like Paul Kelly's voice is in a tin can right now. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta work on the audio coming in there. What do you mean? Uh, oh yeah, like it's a little further away. Well, yeah, a little further away. It it's, it's almost like, like he's in another room right there. Yeah, but it wasn't like that before, right? No, it maybe wasn't. it's been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it could be a cord connection. These are audio issues we should never discuss with the crowd, but we're doing it anyway, folks, because that's how we roll here. Welcome to another. Well, it's funny because I listen to podcasts. You know, I listen the, to a ton of them. Some right? of them sound like they're recorded in a tin can. Yeah, but like big ones. Yeah, like R.J. Sound. Bell's Dream Podcast, right. which is... Recorded in a tin can. Yeah. Like we sound better. <laughs> Way better than that. Than... We, we, hey, listen, we put together a professional studio here. I think this is uh, this is a huge thing. If anybody ever saw where we broadcast from, it is uh, a beautiful uh, converted basement, I guess, best way to put it, sort of. You know? Yeah, well, if you've watched like, you know, those old E-shows with Howard and Robin sure. and Fred crammed into their like their little corner of K-Rock. That's right. I mean, our, our place is nicer than that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we got a bathroom en suite. I mean, it's, it's lovely. We have know? that without all those strange individuals uh, wandering. Sitting on the couch. I remember how he was always freaked out about sitting on the couch. Oh, you know he never sat on that couch. No. He's like, I don't want to go anywhere near that couch. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> things that couch has no. seen. Still to this day, people will go in there and he'll be like, yeah, sit on the couch. And it's like, who was the last one on this I'd couch? I'd rather stand. You can see somebody passing I'd rather on the stand. way out. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. All right. Welcome to another Quizzo Trivia Podcast. My name is Drew. I'm joined by Nick, as always, and we're here to... Give you some insight into the Quizzo Live Trivia Contest played at bars nationwide, Nick, from coast to coast. And uh, what we try to do here is give you a little bit of uh, insight into the questions that are upcoming in a weekly game, as well as uh, talk about topics of the day sort of thing. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to throw my first question your way, just right into it. And I, this is one of those where I know everyone knows the right answer. But there's one of three possible answers, and you just wonder which one they're going to pick. All right, okay. so like it's multiple choice without be needing to be needing multiple to be choice because everyone knows 
what could be the answer. It's just a matter of whether or not you're going to get it right. So uh, here is the question for you. What African-based spiritual ideology rose, arose in the 1930s in Jamaica? Okay, so this I know because I was a pretty big fan of Bob Marley. It's true, and, and I was almost going to word, uh, word it in the Caribbean because that's a way to throw a mind game into the mix. Yeah, you might you might want to, because then that could bring in some kind of voodoo. That's or... what I'm looking for, exactly. But that's I Haiti. Figured, yeah, right, exactly. I figure people will go in that direction if I said Caribbean. Jamaican, however, very distinct. I'm trying to think of what the third one is without thinking of it, but uh, we're going to go with Rastafarian. That is the correct Rastafarianism. answer. Rastafarianism. Yeah, Rastafarianism, which is a hard word to spell. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, you are a fan of Bob Marley and... You know, it occurred to me we have not mentioned Bob Marley on this podcast yet. Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah, we had a long talk about uh, how he ended up marrying a model. Oh, yeah. Or Miss right. USA or Miss World. Yeah, we did. Miss Universe, something like that. And, That's uh, right, 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 right. We right. talked about his kid purchasing high times. What I meant to say is we haven't mentioned him enough, Nick. <laughs> okay. We that, haven't that mentioned him coming. enough. That's <laughs> true. Maybe we'll have to give him his own opener at uh, some point. Well, he's, he's sitting there looking at it. We were mentioning oh, the yeah, studio, we go. we so the, we, uh, we got him in the middle the of The Uprising our, Tour. Yeah, if you, if you took a tour of our, our little podcast studio here, we have like classic uh, posters from uh, concerts of yesteryear up on the wall. We have uh, Grateful Dead, Queen, Bob Marley, Fish, Bruce Springsteen, Jimmy Buffett, and then, of course, the end poster, which is the last show of Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, and uh, oh, the day the music died. The day the music died. Yeah, so that's the concert poster that advertised Waylon Jennings. Yep, Waylon I actually Jennings. can't see that poster from my angle, but and Dion and the Belmonts. Okay, Dion and Big the Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly. So all right, so uh, Rastafari. What was the third one? Uh, you know, I I think I might have just been able to say uh, like may- maybe it was. Um, yeah, because before you said Jamaica, I was thinking, like, Swahili? <laughs> no, I, well, I had no I, idea. I, I thought, you know, from an African but standpoint, like, Zulu okay. culture or, like, somebody would have been in a different, you know, not not one specific religion, but would have been like, oh, could it possibly be that? I realized, like, Zulu was a tribe and, and whatever else. It's funny, like, as much as I'm a fan of Bob Marley and know about Rastafarianism, I really don't know much about it, like, as far as what it preaches versus anything else so uh, this was the follow-up question to that what made up religion takes its name from rastafarianism and has been used in various civil court cases to fight church and state battles wow that's interesting hmm let's see so and what i mean by that just to give you some context of of that question so this this group basically said okay you're gonna let the scientologists be a church you're gonna let you know various christians group christian groups be a church and get uh government benefits we're gonna create a church we're gonna call it this our ideology is gonna be so absurd it's laughable so everybody will know that it's a joke Except we're going to aggressively pursue the same rights. So they want rights. the same tax breaks. And the same tax things. breaks, same rights, the ability to... Well, the funny thing is Scientology so, was invented. I don't know if people yeah, realize this. a sci-fi this. writer. No, just for the tax breaks. That <laughs> no. was the whole reason he said it. Just don't talk about them. Okay. We're just going to get off Good there. Good enough. We're, just, we're not going to talk about them. All right, I'm going to take a guess at this, and, and it's probably... and. You know, hopefully I'm not insulting people that are uh, really believe in this faith, but is it the Zionists? No. Because okay. <laughs> there's something about Zion in Rastafarianism. It appears in... Iron Lion Zion's Bob Marley Yeah, it, it appears in some of the songs, yeah, no, so I didn't know if that's where they got. I think uh, something related to, like, 
Jewish homeland feeling, so it's a totally... Well, but is it their anti-Jewish homeland? I think that was what I was thinking of in terms of what somebody would say came around as, okay. as, as a uh, uh, as a thing and with the association, but no. I don't know what the... What, you know, but it's sometimes used in negative connotation. Now, this is totally different. So, this group, you know, you know how uh, Muslims want to wear, like, a veil sometimes, and they want to be, like, uh, for driver's license pictures there's lawsuits like i okay. want to be able to gotcha. wear this or like right. you know somebody who's orthodox jew sure. wants to wear a yarmulke or whatever else so these guys decided okay we are gonna wear a strainer on our head that's our thing like not a we we, we wear strainers on our heads that's our thing okay you got me on this it is the pastafarianisms. Yes. I did hear that at some point. And they believe... I don't know where I heard that before. The great but... noodle monster in the sky. Yes. that Okay, that is really on the end of ridiculous. And and basically, they worship pasta. Mm-hmm. So that's their whole thing. Eat lots of pasta. Get it in your meal. Get it in your diet. Three, four times a week, however it is. And, uh, you know, they, they <laughs> there's been court cases where somebody in prison said, Look, I'm a member of the Church of Pasta, and I need my pasta. And I want to wear my strainer, and you guys. And give hopefully it, they put them in contempt of court. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, that's a good transition for me because I got something food related. Go for it. I like it. All right, so you, you, you and I have been eating together for twenty years. Long all, time. All over, all over the country. I've saved and, many of those meals in my. And I really general. don't know where you're going to fall on this, hmm. but coming up this Saturday, it's going to be the largest venison. Okay, tribute. A restaurant has ever done in the world and I don't know if you know about this but I'll ask you what restaurant is going to be responsible for the largest venison event in the world it's coming up this Saturday actually I don't like venison I don't like that's what I was going to say I doubt that you're going to be interested in this no. 3,300 restaurants will be serving venison think about that 3,300 restaurants this Saturday that's insane to me Insane. Uh, I, I can't even think of too many chains that have 3,300 restaurants. So that's a very difficult question. Um, You're just not big on the gamey, right? All, all in all? Don't get it. No. Like elk? You know, no, the elk. no You interest. don't do ostrich? No, 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 no. You do no. duck? Yeah, I've eaten some duck before, but I'm not a It's fan. not your favorite? No, Rabbit? I don't like it. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Rabbits are just adorable little creatures. I have and no, d- adorable and delicious. I have, I have a hard time looking at uh, eating steak until I eat the steak. Can you eat an ostrich? Yeah, I, I can think. I think I could eat any it's bird. Delicious. Uh, well, elk. You know who's a big fan of elk is uh, Joe Rogan. He does like some elk hunting. Yeah, there's a dude at Vagabond who I love to death, and he's a he's a big hunter. And I think he was he like loves a elk. serviceman, and he came in a couple times, and he's like, "You got to taste this." And I think I'm eating steak, and he's like, "Oh, that's some." I'm like. Yeah, they compare it to like eating an athlete as opposed to eating like a cow. <laughs> just like sitting there. I don't like thinking, thinking about. I don't like thinking about steaks and cows. I really don't. I really don't like thinking about it because the more I think about it, the more I don't want to eat it. Oh, see, that's it's why just, I like it. I go to that Bringhurst place, that butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, you walk in, there's actually like no. bulls yeah, next yeah, I, to I the can't. place. I, I can't do the that. Pigs are hanging in the back. Yeah, I, can't I do love that. it. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to know. I want to be in ignorant bliss. Yeah, like I'll go down to uh, Kate May that farm and they got chickens and turkeys and D- that I don't care. I mean, the, so birds you're okay with? The birds do nothing for me. I mean, literally, like whatever. Like, sorry guys, you are so far on down on the food chain. Like you have no shot. You're just there to populate the earth to feed it. That's that's how I feel. Cows. I've I've seen them look, you know. I've seen them make a smile. I've seen their tail wag. 
just something about. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're big dumb creatures. I get that. Yeah, they like, they wouldn't be on the planet if it wasn't for that they were delicious. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a very valid point there. Um, all right, so, so back to the question. This. Back to the question. So three thousand three hundred you know, restaurants just, this Saturday only, folks. Go get your venison sandwich. See, the crazy thing is, I just don't see Applebee's being that restaurant. I just don't see it. It's not it. Okay, good. Uh, they're the they're one of the few chains that are that big now. The first place that would come to my head is Longhorn Steakhouse because marketing wise, but they're but but I'll say this: there's no chance there's three thousand three hundred Longhorn Steakhouses no. out there. I, I know what that chain's like from an operating standpoint. It's probably a tenth of that. I actually looked this up. Maybe there's only one of these like within twenty miles of us. Strangely, but there's a bunch from like twenty miles to thirty miles out. Um, you're also thinking more of a casual. Eatery. This is more I would consider on the fast food side oh, of things. So okay, so it's got to be Arby's. Yeah, Arby's. Gotta we got Arby's. the meats. Yeah, we got the meats. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly where you know it's funny because once you said it's not casual, it's like oh, I didn't think a fast food place would invest in any other. Well, they they ran this last year, right? At a few places, I don't know how many it was, but say like a hundred places. Okay, they had lines out the door. Like, the restaurants were sold out of them in, in minutes. So what they've done now is they've expanded it to this event where they're going to have it at every Arby's. But they're saying, like, get there before it opens if you actually want one of these sandwiches. And uh, now they're going to run elk as the special, but you got to live in, like, Colorado or Wyoming, and there's only going to be, like, four or five restaurants having that. So I'm actually disappointed. I'm not going to be able to make it. But I would absolutely uh, be all over this if I had a shot at a venison burger. If I'm a political pollster, oh like, man, and I'm, and I'm looking <laughs> oh, and I'm looking for an opinion that may lean right, oh I'm, man, I'm getting in line at the Arby's. And <laughs> well, we're going to see. Some... It's this Saturday, so I'm wondering if this makes not headlines or not. But, uh, but you know, <laughs> we'll see if our Quizzo audience. Uh, yeah, I bet. I'll listen, man. If you're if in the Quizzo audience, go get you some elk. <laughs> it's, it's there. Well, if you're in Colorado or Wyoming. But if not, venison. Venison for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, they, they're serving it with like a blackberry sauce. Uh, of course they it are. It looks delicious. Oh, and, and Nick's, Nick's already he's lining I'll, up his I can't go because the, the kids have soccer you, Saturday morning, and then I have to go to you, a Do you want to drop them off here and then go get your venison? Is that you want to drop the kids off and go no, get your I, venison? No, I literally have to go to media for a oh, so, birthday yeah, party. Like just, I, I literally do not have time. That's a shame. Uh, and only once Unless a year. maybe I go after the party. She's already thinking. His mind's already working. <laughs> I'll have to see if there's any Arby's up in media. All right, that, that hasn't been raided of its <laughs> That's true. That, there, won't be, there won't be any left by then. The closest to us <laughs> is, like I said, five miles away. So. Yeah, it's in uh, Seekin. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, right on Route 30. I know exactly. Yeah, if you, don't, if you don't hit that one, you got to go like 20 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, once you said that, that it all came very clear. All right, uh, this is sort of a tie-in question, kind of. Also called a front or gold's. And worn by everyone from rappers to Olympians, what is the most common term for jewelry worn over the teeth? Grill. <laughs> That's right. So you can eat at it at Arby's and get you some venison. I like that they're called fronts. Fronts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. That's my grills. I, I never heard that term. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. I just thought that was a fun one to throw in there. Uh, and then I got a follow-up. Isn't it funny? Like, if you were missing teeth, wouldn't you do anything possible to avoid being seen? Bringing attention to it? Yes. Or would you throw? I, I would not think that <laughs> golden like a, diamonds in there. You know, it's like Jamie Lannister with the gold hand. You know, it's like drawing too much attention to it. I would just want something functional. Yeah, yeah. Because if somebody out there is desperate, it's like, oh, gold hand. What can I get for that? He's got a bunch of gold in his teeth. Plus, gold is malleable and soft. I'd want like you know something that could actually defend me. But uh, 
All right, I, I have a piggyback question. I'll just ask, and then you could throw two at me if you want, if you got uh, two. But this is this one. I, I had you know, once we talk about girls on the teeth, this is uh, just a little bit too uh, too perfect here as far as a lead in. Uh, what member of the A team sold his own breakfast cereal? All right. Is... And do you remember eating it? <sighs> yes, Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah, what was the cereal? What was it? Teas? <laughs> yeah, it was teas. Teas? Yeah, I mean, I could. Boy, I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> I just when I think grill, and it's like the one thing he didn't do. But I think gold. Yeah, I, re- I remember uh, somebody telling me how much those chains all weighed. Yeah, I, and it like, man, I wonder how his back is. Yeah, it's now. just called Mister T. Like that was it, Mister T cereal. Yeah, yeah Mister T. Were they the shape those, of teas? Yeah. Dude, it's just the most glorious picture in the world if you go look at the the box of Mr. T cereal. And it was also featured on an episode of Pete Wee's uh, Playhouse. Okay. He's eating Mr. T cereal. But, I mean, it is everything you would expect it to be, a cartoon Oh, wait, page. no, it's it's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's yeah, what yeah, he's Pee-wee's, eating in yeah, Pee-wee's, yeah, Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Big Adventure. Uh, that, okay, that's what I was remembering it from. I was, of course, not allowed to have uh, Mr. T cereal, but I, <laughs> I know I saw it somewhere. Yep, there it is. Yeah, remember he gets up and makes his breakfast by like, pushing a button. <laughs> and it and all comes like this crazy contraption to make the breakfast. It's like that board yeah. game mousetrap. Yep, yep, yep. But, but, it, uh, it, but Mr. T. That's, there it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, I love the cartoon T. Mr. T stickers inside in case he needed extra motivation to buy it. But, yeah, it looks like some sort of uh, almost looks like macaroni and cheese on the box. I don't know. It doesn't look like cereal to me. But, Boy, uh, I wonder if you ask me what cereal Pee Wee ate. If you remember too, he takes like a bite of it. He doesn't doesn't eat that delicious breakfast. He just no. <laughs> he takes like one bite he and takes then moves one on. bite and, and then, then he moves like on. Cleans his mouth yeah. in the corner of his uh, <laughs> lips and then he moves on. He's got uh, the giant fork, the butter, ge- and the, the toast. genius of Pee Wee is you know I don't know it, that that was something else. So well, anything Tim Burton touches, I usually like. Yeah, no question. Until he uh, ruined uh, uh, what was it, Willy Wonka? Oh, I never saw that. Oh, he butchered <laughs> yeah, Willy Wonka, and then it. You know, I can't. I never saw the remake, but some of the early stuff, like Edward Scissorhands. Yes, all that stuff like, I love. You know, oh my god, just he—he he was big fish. Oh yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's done a lot of good. Batman, go away. <laughs> Where do you go with uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, you not into that? Nah, I didn't like it. Yeah, it's not really my. Yeah, I, I saw it. Pe- people love it. I just I don't know. I was at a toy I store mean, in Philly. I get it over yeah, the I, weekend, and the people you know behind the counter were talking. The guys like, yeah, I just. Watch that, and I'm like, man, I haven't seen that in a while. And I threw it on. It's on Netflix right now. Sure, sure. So I threw it on. And it was by, Can't by eight watch minutes, it. nine minutes in. I'm like, yeah, this is just not just not my not feeling it. Not, you know? it, not it. I don't know that I'd I'd really like that many of those movies from my youth in in any direction. But uh, all right, throw another one at me. All right, so student from what, students from what university got an email last Monday headlined in the event of a nuclear attack? University of Hawaii. You got it. Ah, uh, it's the only one that makes any sense, right? Yeah, that's got to cheer you up on a Monday morning. In the event of a nuclear <laughs> attack. <laughs> it's been enough I'm hungover from the weekend. Um, now, in the uh, event of a nuclear attack. So, attention, Hawaii. You are on borrowed time, according to our... In the event my daughter gets an email saying, in the event of a nuclear attack, I'm bringing her, her, bring, transferring I'm bringing to her back. TCNJ. Congratulations. Welcome to <laughs> Ewing, New Jersey. That is now where you live. How much no uh, more Hawaii? For how much you. support for Trump do you think there is in Guam right now? <laughs> it's a little nerve wracking. 
Um, all right, maybe this will this will help you. Which drug is named after the Greek god of dreams? Because you're gonna need some of it. Morphine. Yeah, morphine. morphine absolutely. Yeah. Morpheus, right? Yeah, Morpheus. Numb the pain. From, oh uh, Lord, can you imagine a nuclear in the event of a nuclear attack? I assume people in the fifties though were thinking that because there's all those videos you see of yeah like, they used to teach it yeah training and like yeah, get down what do you put your head between your knees under your desk yeah yeah that's gonna stop the radiation from seeping through and yeah, no, if there's a nuclear attack Hours. get underneath it uh, you know? <laughs> just you don't, don't want to be on the outskirts I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know man we're day to day folks here we're day to day here's one for you I can't believe I have not landed one of these vehicles because I'm such a fan of it. Um, ever since I was, I don't know, maybe I realized maybe about 10, 11, 12, something like that. And always wanted one of these. But uh, let me see if you know this. What combo sedan pickup truck was built on an Impala's body? What combo sedan pickup truck is built on the body of an Impala? Combo sedan Well, do you know what, you know who makes the Impala? Chevy. Okay, so there you go. You're halfway okay. there. It's a combo sedan pickup truck. Oh yeah, that they got that, those uh, cat eye headlights and the the fantail lights. What do they call those? The, the, the shark fin tail lights. God, what's the name of that thing? But it's like. Uh, oh man, I get I get. Is it a Spanish word? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh God. It was actually featured in the movie The Mexican. Yes, yes, I, I, I could see the car in my head. <laughs> it's like I got a brown I could, one. I could see the car in my head. Um, they were going to give him like some kind of crap God. rental, and he's like, "You got something more like Mexico?" And the guy, well, "We got this. We got this." <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, uh, oh my lord! I don't believe I'm blanking on this. I, I know this like the back of yeah, my head. It's like a two door, two seater. Yeah, 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 I can picture the whole thing. Half sports car. When, whenever I truck. see one, I do like a. Oh, I just want to throw a cooler in the back of it. I, and take I do, off. I do a dog, dog cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, it's such a great car too. Yeah. Like, and it's. I, but I used to have a two door pickup truck. Oh but God, how am I forgetting the name of this I thing? I just. because uh... oh, the ones that are like what's blocking my head are all the ones that I know it's not that are Spanish named cars, like the El Camino. No, it is the El Camino. Oh, okay. There you go. There the you El go. Camino. All right. Yeah. Fine. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 That's. For some reason, yeah, that I think was, Ford uh, might have made one, and then the El Camino they copied it. But the, the you know, okay, all right. that's the classic Good. with the. That, that's that's all that lights. came to my head. It, it, I was like, all right, but for some reason, I don't know. Uh, all right, well, you got there. Fair enough, El Camino. What a car! What? Oh man! Oh, you want to see a car? Yeah, you want to see a car, Nick? Check this out. Hang on a second. Okay, well, I just saw that California passed a new law that's interesting. Okay. Every animal sold in a pet store from California now has to be a rescue animal. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so if you want to get yourself a, a puppy, you cannot – that is not a rescue. You have to now go to – All right. So what do you think – A breeder. Uh, I, that was Jay Leno on the What is that car? Seconds. This is the watercar.com, the most fun vehicle on the planet. It is a Jeep that turns into a boat. Is it out? Oh, yeah. You could buy one today. Well, as I'm looking at this, I'm wondering. I'm surprised we don't have this already. Like, who didn't? Uh, is that? Oh, that's Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. I thought it was John Daly. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so I, you know, it's, oh, so Jay Leno's a big car enthusiast. So yep, it could go on oh, sand, too. and it's got a fire hose. Oh, well, that that one is that one looks like a uh, like a fire truck. But how bad do you want one of these? Oh yeah, no, I, I want one. Uh, I mean, especially living around here. So go to pricing. That's a, that's... Oh, I could tell you. Well, that's the game. So oh, I'm, I'm how asking, much does something like this cost? What do you think this costs? We're looking at a jeep that that right. goes in the water and works as a boat. Yeah, they and, used to do those tours, uh, like those duck tours, well. but yeah, this yeah. is a much smaller vehicle. Yep. Uh, yeah, really not much bigger on, than a Jeep. Raises itself in hydraulics and uh, is... is uh, All right, so the car itself looks like it's about a $22,000 car. Uh, the boat itself looks like it's about a $20,000 boat. You put a hydraulics machine in there, and I'm going to go with Augusto and say they're making this affordable for people and, and price it at uh, $48,000. More than double that. Wow. The cheapest one you can get right I'm now out. is 110000 Yeah, I'm out. It does not look like 110000 I'd rather have a $50,000 boat and a $50,000 Jeep. See, <laughs> Keep for, one on the land and one on the water. For me, when these do come down, and especially like if it ever gets to like an electric vehicle situation type deal, this is Well, this in is three the years, they'll be available on the used market. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this I is, wonder if they'll decline I in price. Could literally, the way get from the Atlantic City Country Club home just by just driving right across the bay and uh, be there in one minute. Pull up to shore. <laughs> Let's go. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's true. You know, it goes on sand. It's basically got like. Uh, oh, so that guy is a legitimate firefighter who's using that. Yep. So okay. they're using it, I guess, as uh, the water car. The water car. Better name. Com. Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> It probably does, but there's a free advertisement for the watercar.com. I saw that. Oh, you like, can uh, water ski off of it, too, so it's got enough power for that. Yeah, you got to imagine that there's going to be places that buy these in bulk and rent them because yeah. I don't know that I'd want to own one, but if I went to the right vacation spot for a weekend or something, I would sure as hell be like, Yeah, All well, right. boat maintenance, when you tie that into car maintenance, it right. you know, could be a big problem. Well, if it if it was easy as far as like cleaning it and getting it uh, serviced and what have you, but when there's so few of those things out there, it's much more difficult. Yeah. So that's where the prices go. All right, let's move on to sports. Did a ton of general knowledge there. Almost thirty minutes of general knowledge. Um, <clears throat> this is one I know you know. I'm going to just give a shout out here uh, because we've we've done uh, Quizzo in. You know, people don't realize where Quizzo is played all over the country. So every once in a while you get they're like, oh, yeah, we did Quizzo there for like a decade. That's uh, that's a good place to, to recognize. But um, <laughs> uh, the answer to this question is the place. But what Mountain West team plays their home games on blue turf? Boise State. Boise State. So Boise, Idaho, would you believe a decade of Smurf uh, Quizzo turf? Game? Smurf turf. Absolutely. So. Many, many interesting places around the country that play the game. Yeah, that's a place I've never been, but would, would yeah. like to check yeah, it's, out. You know, it, it's a city. I know Idaho has that great ski resort. What's that called? Sky? Is it uh, something? Sun Valley. Sun Valley. Yeah, is that yeah, yeah. Idaho? Yep. One of the I've been one through Coeur d'Alene. I've spent some. I remember looking for a place to stay, <laughs> driving to Washington State, and uh, we get to Coeur d'Alene in the middle of the night, and we see a sign off the highway. It was like Best Western. I'm like, oh, sweet, right? So... Pull right off the highway, start driving the, like, one mile on the side road to the Best Western. All of a sudden, there's this huge, like, billboardy sign that says, like, Aryan Nation Camp and Retreat. 
Ar- oh, boy. Arrow. <laughs> Pointing arrow down like this, this road. So right I'm at like, the day's in? Right. So, like, the end of the street where the Aryan nation is in, <laughs> was in Coeur d'Alene had this compound. I don't even remember what it was called, but I remember how frightening it was. Right next it to the Zion Church. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. I know. Yeah. So, but I spent the night in that Best Western. There was no, there was no going back, uh, and I lived to tell about it. So, I got one for you here yeah, in yeah. sports. Um, this has been one of the classic trivia questions of all time, but now I get to spice it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Do you know who uh, battled in the Battle of the Sexes? Yeah, Billie Jean King and uh, and. Uh, uh, what's what's the guy's name? Bobby, 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 Bobby Big Shot, uh, Bobby Griggs, Bobby Riggs, Bobby Riggs. Yeah, I'm thinking Bobby Ryan lost to Giggs. a girl. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, now here you go, spicing it up. Now, who are the actor and actress portraying Billy Jean King and Bobby Riggs in the movie Battle of the Sexes? Because that movie's coming out this year. Yeah, like I vaguely remember this, uh, hearing something about it, but I don't remember no, who they are. No, didn't stick. Yeah, it didn't. Big I, stars. I, I mean, huge. I feel like um, huge, 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 huge stars. stars, huge stars. Uh, is the guy playing a girl? Nope. No, it's a. Uh, no, the girl is the defending uh, best actress. The girl is the defending best actress. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know. Go for it. La La Land. She yeah. won for La La Land. Yeah. I thought you liked this no, actress. Like no, Emma Stone? Not oh, a fan yeah. of hers? Yeah. Okay, wow. I'm glad she won She won an Oscar? Yeah, for La La Land. That's remarkable. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I do like her. I do and like another, her. And the guy, another guy you're a fan of. She's cute, but probably high maintenance. I, I don't know that I could really? go the well, distance. You don't, yeah, I, mean, yeah. It, it, I don't know. So you say Hollywood actresses, I you run the no, risk no of them chance. being high maintenance? No chance. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I know myself well enough to know at this point I don't I don't stand a chance. Like I could never keep the attention of a Hollywood actress like Well nobody can. They don't that's why they don't you know yeah, but I wouldn't even Maybe in their fifties they they settle down, but I, mean, I, I wouldn't how even many long running uh Hollywood actress marriages are there? There's no such thing. Right. Yeah. They're on, it's like dog years. Like a Hollywood romance. It's dog years. Like every year you're together is like seven. The best you could do is, remember that guy from LFO that followed around uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Sure do. For, for a while, it was like, it was pretty much like. Two I, condom man who died. Yeah. He's but, dead. but he was like, I, you know, I can't have anything for myself. I'll just follow her around uh, all day. And that seemed to work for him. Yeah. You know, he was happy. He's dead now, but I guess not. So there's another guy we can't kill. So Bobby Riggs. Who's playing Bobby Riggs? Ashton Kutcher. Steve Carell. <laughs> if you remember, Bobby Riggs was a little past his yeah, prime. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. During of course. that, uh, sure, but still funny. Steve Carell. <laughs> like I'll give you something in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodgers one win away from reaching the World Series for the first time since 1988. Shout out to the Guru, who's a big Dodgers fan, fantasy Guru. What year did the Dodgers win their first World Series? As an organization or in LA? As an organization. 1955. You got it. One of the great teams of all time. Dude, I could, I could love that. I, I could name uh, probably ten of them. Uh, one of them taught me how to throw a curveball. That was my dad's favorite team of all time. You had Campanella and Duke Behind Snyder and in Pee- the outfield, Pee Wee Reese, second base, Jackie right? Robinson. Well, Jackie Robinson, second base. Yep. Pee Wee Reese played shortstop. Yep. Carl Farillo. Uh, you got the first baseman. Uh, the, 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 
so I, I said Duke Snyder, uh, but he's he played center. the outfield. Yeah, he's center. Um, Gil Hodges. Yeah, Gil Hodges. Uh, and Nicely then done. you know you had Koufax, and you had uh, Clem Labine, and you had um, was Drysdale Don one Drysdale was a huge pitcher for them. Clem Labine is the guy that taught me how to throw a curveball. He was a relief pitcher for that team, but that's my dad's favorite team of all time. So and it was like that's what I mean about sometimes. Even if you're the underdog, the one win you get against that team that wins them all the time means more than all theirs combined. So that one win the Red Sox had against the Yankees that come back from down 0-3. Right, that 0-4. First year. team ever to do it, break the curse. That was worth. That was worth all the all pain the Yankee and titles. anguish. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, all the others were, like, fairly unspectacular. And that Dodgers Well, that's win, why that 55 Dodgers People still Dodgers remember team, that one Dodgers through. win. Right, and then they oh, moved yeah. in 59. That was their last year, so... Uh, all right, I'll throw one back at you. See if I can get you. I love this one because I just saw a sign the other day for the uh, Harlem Wizards. And do you know who the Harlem Wizards are? The Harlem Wizards? Yes, they're the knockoff Harlem Glo- Globetrotters. No, I haven't so, like, seen the Harlem Wizards. Yeah, so it's like it, that, that. There's like a whole knockoff Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> are they really from Harlem? Uh, yeah, I, I don't That's know. The funny thing about the Harlem Globetrotters is that they're from Chicago. <laughs> Sweet Georgia Brown. <laughs> So that, that is kind of funny uh, if you think about it. But, no, the Harlem Globetrotters are definitely a, uh, a phenomenon. But the Harlem Wizards are who you get to your community event at a quarter of the price at best. And they do the same kind of tricks Same and stuff. thing with the tricks and the team. But, like, do you remember the longtime opponent of the Harlem Globetrotters? I don't think they are anymore. But I, forever, I do remember this, They though. played the same team every single yeah, night. Yeah, and this team did, speaking of the underdog breaking through, they did beat them once. Yes, and you know it's even funnier. Did you ever see um, uh, the, the How I Met Your Mother? Uh, a little bit. So one of the funnier jokes that they ever had was they all wore Washington uh, generals generals gear to the Harlem Globetrotters game, and they just lamented how they keep torturing themselves trying to be generals fans. Okay, so uh, I didn't see that. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the Washington Generals are the team that they they beat constantly and uh, for no apparent reason. Never allowed them. They did win that one game, though. Can you imagine being in the stands that night? That, right. That yeah, they magical did. night. They, they won one or two times. Can't yeah. say it never happened. <laughs> All, right. All right. So here's one for you. Of the Super Bowl MVPs that we've had. Okay. Has there been 51 Super Bowls? Uh, six of them have played wide receiver. Okay. Okay. Half of those play for the same team. Okay. What team? Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, you got it. Um, Want to name them? Uh, Swan. Yep. Uh, Harris is a running back, though, so he doesn't count. Nope. Um, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. He won it, but with the Giants. But I don't even think he was the MVP. He was a Steeler wide receiver once. It's again uh, Plexico. Um, I'm not gonna get the third one. Oh man, he played. He made like the play of the game. Oh, I got it. Santonio. Yes, Santonio. Yeah. Santonio. Yep, yep. I there forgot. you go. I totally forgot. I totally forgot about him. Forgot you, Santonio. I'm so sorry. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I know Dion Branch is another one, right? Of the wide receivers? Yeah, yeah. All right, we pick them off. Because right. now we're only, well, if we Two go to the away. obvious guy, who's your obvious guy? 
greatest wide receiver of all oh, time. Oh, Jerry Rice. Okay. Right. So That's five. five. So we're missing one? Yeah, who's the one? Dion Branch and Rice mentioned. Uh, I mean, I'm not even sure that I know it going all the way back. It could be Michael Irvin. Oh, wait. Does, uh, boy, would you count Desmond Howard? He did win an MVP. Might be. If he's one, that's a, that's an interesting. It's one probably Desmond Howard. Right? Okay. Well, there you go. We might have uh, might have done it. Have to take a look. Have to take a look. All right, I got uh, one more for you, and then we'll move into geography history. Do you know what two programs play for the Paul Bunyan Trophy every year in college football? Mm. I love the name Paul Bunyan. I hope it's the University of Minnesota. It is not. <sighs> Which I University I, of Wisconsin. Yeah, I figured this would be your wheelhouse. Oh, is it north of South Dakota? Jeez. And he thought this would be my wheelhouse, huh? Yeah, because uh, it's a rivalry you have some experience with in terms of uh, past. Michigan State? Yeah. Okay. Michigan State. In Michigan? And Michigan. All right. You know, I didn't know that was called the Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of those under... The Paul Bunyan is is from uh, Michigan, huh? Yeah, I guess. I mean, That's that's probably something I knew and forgot. Because I did apply to Michigan State, so that's what you're right. Right, of course. That's why I wasn't going to go if I didn't get into it. There you go. I know you were a fan. All right, so I've got a great transition from sports into geography history, if you want to go with this. Okay? Okay. So did you see the smallest country ever to qualify for the World Cup? What is the smallest country ever to qualify for the World Cup? Iceland? Yes, Iceland. Alright, so not to beat a dead horse because we were beaten on the U.S. men's team and just how embarrassing it was. Pretty embarrassing. So I sort of tried to quantify it for us exactly how embarrassing it well, is. Okay? So Iceland is home to... 700,000 people. No, 334,000 Do you know how deep you have to go to find a city? Like, you know, when you say right. No, no, no. It, in the U.S., what number city you have to go to to find a population of 334,000 people? Well, Atlantic City is number 150 on the list of 270,000 How about Santa Ana, California, number 57 on the list? 334,000, exactly the same amount of people. So there's, <laughs> there's as many so people in from Santa, Santa Ana, Ana, California. Which I never heard of until I'm this gonna afternoon. Go, I'm going to go one further. So who's you know, credited with inventing? Who gets most of the glory as far as popularizing the sport? England for a country? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's, it's England. They were the first to organize the East. All right. Through the whole, the whole nine. Uh, they lost in the European finals two years ago to Iceland 4-0. Okay. So think about that. The richest league in the entire world versus a country of 330,000 people, which is a tenth of the size of Wales. Right. Got housed. Four nothing. Wow. Yeah. So the Icelandish, Icelandics, they, the Icelandics, the Icelandish Icelandics, uh, they play very, very good football. It's like Viking football. Have you ever seen what they do during the games too? No. Oh, dude, they got this thing where they go like this and they start clapping. Oh, uh, I might have seen that. Yeah. And then it gets like more progressive. Yeah, I have seen <laughs> and that. It's like this Viking chant. It's very intimidating. Well, it's working for them because they got into the World Cup with uh, 
country of yes, 334,000 people. Yes, who is not? Us. All right, so let's move on. Geography, history. I'm going to throw uh, a couple at you. I'm curious about this one. Do you know what the highest mountain in the Alps is called? And uh, I can, I can yeah, also I say that this, this is a famous uh, penny company. Yeah, it's company. Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. Very good. Absolutely. I was people will Mont- put the Matterhorn. Yeah, 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 I think so. I was giving a Mont I think Mont that's Blanc the most famous. for a graduation gift once. Right? I think I still have it. My dad keeps it in the seat because you don't want to use Yeah, I went through a weird penny collecting phase at one point. <laughs> I think it's college. He, I probably saw it off. Or, yeah. Yeah, no, I just use fix. Yeah, as a quizzo host, you don't get to attach to your this is actually just a staples. Uh, okay. There you go. Right, throw one more back at me and then we'll move on to entertainment. Uh, okay. All right, rank these in order from smallest to largest. Okay? And in this case, we're going with land. Okay. Vatican City. Okay. Monaco. Okay. Central Park. Okay. Vatican City. Monaco. Central Park. You're absolutely right. <laughs> no question. Absolutely. I, yeah, it's I, not even close. Either. Not even close. Uh, Vatican is tiny. I, I, I Google earthed it and wandered around the streets without having been there. By the way, I did that last week also with Transylvania. Oh, yeah? We're not going to Transylvania. You're not going to Transylvania. You know what's funny, too? I was in Philly this weekend. There's nothing and I passed even... the uh, Romanian consulate, which is right on Pine. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking of Transylvania. Transylvania. All right, so I did Google Street View all over Transylvania. It's like Galloway, New Jersey. It's all spread out. There's nothing really even to see. And it well, was, was there a castle there? No, but I'll tell you what there were. There were lots and lots of graveyards. Oh, okay. I didn't like it. But it was, dude. Well, I do like the thought of being buried in Transylvania, though. It was It was poor. <laughs> and it, like, I love to Google Street View because you get down, and it's like it looks like a street. You get down, and somebody took a picture, and it's like, a whole group gathering on the corner and then, like a construction guy looking at the camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huh. Like it, so what do you think was going on? I don't know. Uh, it, it looked very normal. Though. Everybody's dressed normally. Nobody's wearing like, you know, black. There's kids playing. So, But it was just poor and boring. There was nothing around. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I wandered all the streets in what... Is that the Google Earth trans- app? Is that what you're using to do yeah, this? You go to earth.google.com. You and how like in. updated are those? Not, I mean... If you Google Earth where I am right now, it's still a plot of dirt. Oh, so, wow. But so this was years. only built, like, a year ago. This one building. Everything oh, okay. else was done. So, uh, they're, you know. Because I was doing this. Uh, they're not constant. What do they updating. call this? It was a corn maze. Right. And I went to the Google map shot and to there. see the overhead view oh. of how you could smart. navigate through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very smart of you. Way to cheat your kids <laughs> out of the experience of a corn maze. Yeah, when you got two kids that got to go to the bathroom and you've been in the corn maze for an hour and a half, you got to get out of that corn maze. <laughs> you can do whatever you got. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let, let me. I don't even know what to say about that. It's funny, like satellites overhead guiding you out of the corn maze <laughs> through the Google Earth app. All right, uh, moving on to entertainment. Final round of the uh, Quizzo Trivia podcast. Um, this is uh, this is an interesting one, I think. Uh, you know, to the extent that um, I I would say everybody's familiar with this, but there's a lot of interesting trivia that comes from this movie, uh, just based on its theme and based on the fact that for some strange reason, this 
genre, which was basically forgotten in movies, started to make this huge reemergence at a time that kind of seems strange to me. So uh, I'll ask this. What 90s Western was directed by and also starred Kevin Costner? Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. Oscar winner, 1990. Now, do you remember the second Western that won an Academy Award that decade, making it the decade with the most Western-themed movies? Right, it's the only decade with more than one Western as a best picture. That's right. Uh, It wasn't, it was what, two years later? Unforgiven. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Morgan Freeman and Clint, Which is one of the Clint great, Eastwood. One of the great, great movies. Gene Hackman. I have a great story about that. All right. I'm there with my stepdad and my mom seeing that movie, Unforgiven. We're 20 minutes in. My stepdad turns to my mom and goes, Roberta, we saw this 10 days ago. This was the no, movie uh, we went to go see. 10 days? Like, 10 days. Later, they forgot what movie they, they went to see. They forgot what movie they went to go see. And, and it took them 10 minutes to figure <laughs> 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes into the movie where they turned. And I was like, well, I'm invested now. So like, if you guys want out, you, you can go. But I'm watching this movie. And and she's like, you're, my mom was like, no, you're wrong. You're totally wrong. And he's like, no, no, no. We saw it. Then he, so then he starts telling her what's about to happen. And I'm like, oh, come on. Can't do that. That reminds me of. Uh, I, I've never let him I, forget that, though. I, I went like, to go see Back to the Future, but not, not because I wanted to. At the time, I wanted to see Teen Wolf. Hmm. Okay, so my mom's like, we're not going to see Teen Wolf. You're going to see this Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. So we get to Back to the Future, and if you remember the opening scene, it's Michael J. Fox playing guitar. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sitting next to my mom, I'm like, thanks, mom, you really did. Like, I thought she was playing a trick on me and really took me to Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah. She's like, no, this is Back to the Future. It's a totally different movie <laughs> with the same actor. He plays a different different character. I didn't lie to you. The, the biggest, like, my mom tried to take me to a movie that I ended up loving, but I hated, I didn't want to go to it. Uh, was the Princess Bride? Oh, okay. She she she's like, I want to take you to this movie. I hear it's hilarious. The prin-. I was like, I am not going to see <laughs> no, the, princess the Princess Bride. Bride. I'm like, yes, that's that two is... things that emasculate me. One. She's like, it's not about that. It's about. I was like, listen, mom. I don't know how I have to tell you this, but I ain't going. There's to see no it. way I'm going to see the Princess right. Bride. So she's like, all right, I'll let you go see. We'll go see Three Men and a Baby if you promise that the next movie we see after much that, more masculine. Because there's three men. Three men <laughs> and only one baby. There they had the Princess Bride. And I did love Three Men and a Baby. It was a well, great Well, yeah. Selleck and <clears throat> But then I saw the Princess Bride right movie. afterwards. We did a double header. And I got to tell you, Princess Bride is one of my all-time favorite movies. So uh, shout out to my mom. who knew me better than me. So, uh, All right. I got one more. Uh, you got one? Or did you just yeah, sure. One? Here you go. Yeah, you throw one. Uh, CNN has announced a replacement for Kathy Griffin. This year for uh, New Year's I Eve. Didn't, I didn't hear it, but I'm dying to know. Oh, you know, it's Anderson Cooper, right? Ugh. Just take a guess. Because <laughs> he, he got the guy. He what, got what? the guy. <laughs> like, who's the guy? Oh, it's, I'm going to be so insulting if I say the... Uh, no, no, I mean, really. Who, who is it? Uh, Ryan Seacrest, right? No, who's Anderson's best friend? Andy Kung? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I almost didn't want to say because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be offensive. Right. right. Now he got him. He got the guy. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be some kind of party. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. She, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. Ratings will be up because people will be interested to see. You know, that's I, how those things work. I suppose so. All right. Let's see if I uh, if I can find something that's not too far away from that there. Uh, what was the name of the Spice Girls' first number one single? 
All right. Let's play Test number yourself. one singles here. I'm going to tell you why I asked this question. I have one that jumps out, and I don't know that it uh, is right or not, but I don't know that I'll have a better guess than this. You probably don't know. I'm a little bit of a Spice Girls fan back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of liked them. They did have one song I was a fan of. But uh, anyway, is it called Wannabe? It is called Wannabe, uh, yes. And that was sort of Mel B's song, right? Wasn't that yeah, her? I'll tell you what I want. Yeah, that's her, right? Yeah. So, first of all, that was the first MP3 I ever downloaded. Uh, when how did my, that come When about? my friend Seth Davis taught me how to find MP3s online right? and what they were. Right. First website he pointed me to, the very first file to click was... Spice Girls, and it was like your sample file to see if you can get your win, so you didn't win search player. You didn't search for it. No, not at all. And I wonder what the first MP3 I searched for because I'm sure it was something where like I couldn't get it. Well, it was what, then shortly thereafter, Napster came out, and that's what we were using to download MP3s. Like, yeah, and I only fire. used Napster for like a brief minute because it was already kind of outdated. Um, LimeWire, yeah, Seth the one Davis. I who was? Do you remember him? He was my buddy. I work with. Uh, I do. Syracuse. Yeah. He's now like one of the heads of Disney's creative unit in LA. Wow. He's like he's a vice president at Disney. Cool. Um, Can you get tickets? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm still in touch with him. I talked to him. Shout out to you if you're listening, Seth, but uh, uh he's he, he's uh, cool. But yeah, we uh, I, <laughs> I I it's just it's very bizarre what you remember from that uh, uh from that time period, but it, it strikes me that wannabe was the first mp3 i ever downloaded and i for some reason i've never forgotten that i think it's made it onto like every hard drive since <laughs> oh yeah you still have it i could probably play it at will at this point but uh yeah spice girls i think in general uh were, were part of that you know reoccurring trend that seems to happen every couple of years where you have this you know put together boy band or put together girl band and uh you know yeah i thought they were the best of that genre now, they all had pretty substantial careers. Yeah, they were talented. And they, so, they, were, they were something. Getting back to the reason I asked the question, it was more because when I ask those types of questions, I love watching teams that have, like, the macho guys. And have seeing, to answer it? R- r- no, seeing who or it is mode. on the team that, that knows run it? to know it. Yeah, like when you get, like, a Backstreet Boy clip, and it's like, you know, the guy that was just firing off Judas Priest and just firing off whatever is like. Uh, and then he's got to, like, whisper boom. under his breath. Or, or just gets real excited that he knows it real fast. Or <laughs> like a cheesy Britney Spears oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think people are guarded. Like, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I have to answer yeah, a Spice Girls coin. question, yeah, be like, yeah, um, I'll make sure I'm the last I'm one like, to answer. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah We all know <laughs> I don't you don't jump. want to be. I don't right. jump to it. But that's what I like watching. And I also use that as a it's joke. Just go back and re-listen to this tape of how I answered that question. Like, eh, I might know one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, you can name them in your sleep. All right. Let's since we're on a number there. one thread, let, let's go with this for a second here. Give me Madonna's first number one, like well, a virgin. Yeah, you got that really fast. Sure. I wouldn't have got. I would have thought like Borderline or Holiday. Those were the next. No, those were before. They didn't go to number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like I've seen the fact that that was her first number one hit, like a virgin. So, um, like, if you take like. Springsteen. Remember, Springsteen was on the cover. We've talked about sure, it. Sure. Of, uh, Time and Newsweek in the same. I would have guessed Born to Run is Okay. His. So what do you think Born to Run peaked at on the charts? Oh, so it wasn't number one? No, it wasn't a number one. Number 12? Number 23. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? There's 22 songs you'd rather listen to <laughs> than Born to Run. When Born to Run was on the charts. That's, that's ridiculous. What, that's what I'm saying. That's why the charts don't Crazy mean is that? Oh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. All right. Uh, let me give you one more, and then we'll call it a day here. Sounds good. 
Um, yeah, you know, this this is actually, so you're talking about number ones, but this was the first country artist to sell 10 million ca- uh, copies of an album. You know who that was? Uh, I would say a lot of, Garth no, Brooks. It is Garth Brooks. Yeah, he broke pretty yeah. much all those all country those music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Garth Brooks. Well, country a, music, much bigger today than huge. it ever was when we were growing up. It, and it's funny, it's huge in South Jersey. You wouldn't think this is a huge country music haven. Well, but you it think really if it's is. big here, it's got to be big everywhere. Uh, especially in the South. I mean, I assume it's like, you know. But there's this. Do you uh, remember when Garth Brooks came to Syracuse? When we were there. Yeah. And he sold out the dome, right? Yeah. And I remember like like, being on the um, front porch at ATO and just watching these like country. They were like, you know, different. It's like like, like, cowboy boots, cowboy hats. Have I ever played for you the country music mashup? So somebody figured out this is the best. And we're going to end the show on this. I'll play it for the audience. Somebody figured out that these top seven country songs of one particular year all used the exact same structure in their song. Okay. From chords to melody what to year the whole nine yards. Uh, 2014. Okay, so... So they made a song, and the guy created it. the top it, seven? And it, I don't know if it's the top seven, but it's seven okay. of the most popular, and he made it into one song. Okay. And it just basically uh, this is flows. Great. This is great it way flows to absolutely... Wise man? Uh, I hate when you do that. Uh, you can skip it in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what we got here. It says, Once upon a time, six nearly identical hit country songs were separated at birth. But now, they're back as one. All right, enjoy the song, folks. We'll see you soon have on a the great Bizzo Trivia everybody. Podcast.
Visit us online at quizopodcast.com for more information.